Welcome back to South Florida Sunday. Sharina with you. And today we're going to take an in-depth look at homelessness in Florida. Now, there are a lot of people struggling in our community, especially with the rising cost of housing, food care, child care, you name it. But there are some resources that are available for those experiencing homelessness, and you don't even have to look too far to find them. Now, today I've invited Diana Stanley, who is the CEO of The Lord's Place on the show, so that we can find out more about some of those great resources. Good morning, Diana. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Great to hear from you guys. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, Can you kind of tell us a little bit about your role at The Lord's Place? As I understand it, you've been there, the CEO, for like 17 years now, right? Correct. Correct. I've been here for about 17 years, and um, it has been an amazing journey personally for me to be part of such an incredible organization that has been so committed to breaking the cycle of homelessness here in Palm Beach County. And um, we have seen the growth happen. We've been able to meet unmet needs. And um, most of all, I have the opportunity to work with some of the most talented people in Palm Beach County. Now, there are a lot of new people to our community. So can you kind of take a moment to tell us about the Lord's Place? Uh, Who do you serve and your overall mission? Absolutely. So the mission of the Lord's Place for more than probably 45 years now, mm-hmm. uh, we have been working to break the cycle of homelessness. And we do that by providing services to men, women, and children in Palm Beach County. And we do it through some innovative programming with a compassionate lens and making certain that our services are very effective. Wow. More than 45 years in our community. Yeah. That is a <laughs> long time. And it really shows that the things that you're doing are working. And also it shows your ability to adapt to better meet the needs of those in our community. Uh, can you walk us through where the Lord Place has started and to where it is now? Absolutely. So interestingly enough, it started out as a soup kitchen many, many years ago. By uh, uh, The founder was a man by the name of Brother Joe Ranieri, and he... Um, He started his soup kitchen, but had a real calling that he wanted to serve the homeless in a different capacity. And so he ended up sleeping on the steps of St. Anne's Catholic Church to raise money for the first ever emergency shelter for women. And then he ended up raising a little bit of money, but not enough. So he decided, I'm really going to do something very unique, and I'm going to sleep in a dumpster for 30 days. Oh, wow. And so lo and behold, yeah, right? He slept in this dumpster for 30 days, and people always ask me about how we got our name. And what's so interesting is halfway through his sleeping in the dumpster, he wasn't raising a lot of money to complete this vision of doing an emergency shelter for women. So he said to God and one time during his devotions, he said, you know what, I'll name this, I'll name the agency after you if you help me raise this money. And so lo and behold, he was able to raise enough money. That's how the name The Lord's Place came to be. And we were able to begin and open the first ever emergency shelter for families, and that was back in 1983. And since then, we just continue to look around us. We continue to identify unmet needs. What do we need to do? We have lots of different unique programs. We have Cafe Joshua, which has been the heartbeat of the work that we do, which is a, actually a cafe-like setting where we provide breakfast and lunch. And and, um, and for us, I think the real cornerstone of the work that we do is housing. You know, we are committed to making certain that we have a portfolio of housing that allows all people from different walks of life to be able to to find a place to call home. And we've been doing that for, for you know, over 45 years. Most recently, um, we really have beefed up our housing commitment, and we've been able to really open up some new housing programs here in Palm Beach County. So every night, we are able to have about 275 people sleeping in a safe place that would normally be homeless. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yes, we love it. We love doing this work. And you could have touched on your programs a little bit earlier, but I couldn't really want to go more into depth with that because your programs are like getting people jobs and teaching them to be more secure in their lives. Like, can you go more into depth with that? Absolutely. So, you know, we believe the first step is housing. And then the second step is providing our clients with all the resources and tools they need to be self-sufficient in our community. And that includes job training and placement. So we have a wonderful job training and placement program here at the Lord's Place, which we help people complete their resume. We teach them how to use um, the computer to look for employment. We have a cognitive behavioral intervention program here. We have tutors here. We have uh, mock interviews here. We teach people how to conduct themselves in an interview. Um, And so we really, our ultimate goal is to make sure that they can find employment that best suits them. And because of the population that we serve, we also have a very strong, robust clinical care program. So we have therapists here on staff that actually work with our clients where we are able to do a coordinated intake, be able to look at our clients to decide what they need and um, how we continue to serve them from a mental health perspective. I think probably the most unique piece of the Lord's Place is that we are the home for the engagement center. So what does that mean? We have space in our new building that allows our homeless individuals that are still out in the street to come in, um, leave the leave the elements of the of the the weather, whether it's hot or cold, or in our, in our case, it's always hot, as you all know, um, and to be able to come in and just rest. And our engagement center is the very first step that encourages someone to leave the streets. And so it's a very important piece of the work that we do. Right, because it's ultimately it's their choice, but and you know this is a a, a step in the right direction. Absolutely right. You are so right. And we tend to forget that sometimes, you know, we get phone calls. It's so cute. We get phone calls that people will say, you know, oh, you know, we really, we need you to go pick up this person. And we try to explain to folks that sometimes just because we want to help somebody, they may not be ready. And so we really try to honor that. And we, our job is to just go and meet with them and love them and do what we need to do in order to, to encourage them to think differently than what the street has to offer. And I understand you recently opened up a new campus uh, where you have other service provided, right? Can you talk about the new building? Yes, we do. We're so excited. So we we are so blessed that we uh, made a decision about four years to knocked down our current building, which was about a 9,000 square foot building, and we were able to rebuild on the same footprint a 25,000 square foot building, which has allowed us, I know it's so exciting, it's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's a a beacon of hope, it's a place for safety for our clients, and it's just everything we expected and more, and and it really is because this community um, believed in our vision, understood our vision, supported this vision, we've been able to create this space for the community so people can find um, a new beginning in their life. It's just very special. It has all of those programs we talked about. It also has our our 3,000 square foot kitchen, which allows us to also do a catering company out of that. It's one of our social oh, wow. enterprises. Yeah, we also have space here for our reentry program, which allows us to serve men and women that are formerly incarcerated. We have a beautiful community boardroom that we use for our boardroom, but it's so large and so wonderful that we're able to also offer it to our partners in the nonprofit world that can come in and borrow it to do workshops or retreats or whatever. Um, and then, of course, we have the engagement center that we talked about. We have our outreach team there. Mm-hmm. And the really cool part is we have come to this beautiful um, outdoor patio that will allow our clients to 
come in, get something to eat, but have access to the outdoors in a very different manner, in a very different way than they normally would when they're living on the streets. Yeah, I've actually driven by the new building, and I have to say, it is spectacular. It's, it's so special. And what's really cool about this building that I love is that if you, if you drive by at night when it's lit up, it's just beautiful. But we intentionally, there's um, two little houses on top of the tower, and we intentionally lit those with the hope that if somebody is experiencing homelessness and they're walking in the streets at night, that that will be a way for them to find their way to us. Oh, by yeah. the, those lit houses. Yeah, exactly. That is yep. so smart. I love that. Yeah, 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 exactly. So we're very proud of it. And we encourage any of your listeners to come and take a tour because it just it actually has people rethink the way we should be delivering services to the homeless. Yeah, it really does. Um, yeah. Let's dive into the homeless uh, population in Palm Beach County. Yeah, What's the sure. estimated number of individuals experiencing homelessness in our county? Yes. So we do what we do what's called a point in time count, which is for 24 hours we actually have a, oh hundreds of volunteers that are going out and quote counting the homeless. It's part of what is required from HUD to do that. And last year in 2023, I think our current number came in at about 1855, which is a was a big increase. It was a huge, I think it was 32 percent increase in uh, the homeless population from the year before. Wow. That being said, so what we do know after and I've been doing this for 40 years, what we do know is that oftentimes in the point in time count, many people are not counting. And so we really estimate closer to about 3,000. By the time you look at the children that um, are in the school system that are experiencing mm-hmm. homelessness, I think it's closer to 3,000. And um, it is continues to grow, as we all know, because yeah. of all the issues right now facing this community. Yeah, I'm starting to see a lot of uh, tent cities popping up, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And no place to go. I mean, that's right. part of the problem, right? And, and the homeless population has changed um, drastically over the last year. Um, you know, we are seeing um, people for the first time ever experiencing um, homelessness. Right. You know, people that never thought that they would be in this situation, but because their landlord may have come in and increased their rent by 50% or, you know, we're seeing a lot of the elderly, which is just breaking our hearts that, you know, people that are in their senior years are now forced to forced to be living in their cars and uh, it's just really heartbreaking for us. So we are seeing new faces of homelessness, that's for sure. Right. I was just about to ask you that. Like, I think that people will be very surprised about the statistics. Like, who are our our homeless population in in Palm Beach County? Yeah. Well, you know, it's probably the fastest growing trend right now is the... um, is the senior population. Um, and we actually, since 2019, um, we realized that we've had a 99% increase in wow. senior homelessness, That's which insane. is really scary. Yeah. And, you know, keep in mind, what's even scarier is when you're dealing with our seniors, you're dealing with health issues, right? right. You're dealing with depression issues. I mean, you're dealing with people that can't go out and work. And so, you know, we are constantly, the Lord's place, along with our other partners, including the county, we're always looking at ways to address that and how do we, how do we meet the needs of that population. But it is complicated, but we are committed to sorting through it and making certain that we have programs for them, that's for sure. So what would you think would be the solution? Is it more outreach, the economy, maybe affordable housing? Affordable housing. You know, I was just saying to someone the other day that, you know, affordable housing is is such a, a, a 
when we think about affordable housing, we immediately think of middle-income workforce, and we should because those are the people that are most impacted by what's happening when you have a shortage of affordable housing. Mm -hmm. When you have a shortage of affordable housing, the poor and the homeless, really, their voices are really muffled, right, because we're not even thinking about them. And so here at the Lord's Place, it's really our responsibility to continue to lift up those voices so that people know that as we're talking about affordable housing or housing in general, we cannot forget to set aside apartments and housing and et cetera for those who are poor and those who are homeless. And so um, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge and has been the biggest challenge right. in the last couple of years around here. Absolutely. And of course, the Lord's Place is a nonprofit and you rely on donations from the public. So how can the public get involved in helping you with your mission? Yes. We welcome, first of all, I want to say, if you want to volunteer, we love volunteers. We have such a strong volunteer program from actually, you know, providing, serving lunch at Cafe Joshua to, you know, working with our children after school to doing stuff with women's services. Um, So there's lots of different ways. But if somebody really wants to help us financially as well as volunteer and share their time with us, um, they can go right onto the website and they can sign up and learn more about us. And we will welcome them with open arms. www.thelordsplace.org. Thank you so much for all your time today, Diana, and for sharing your message. And thank you so much for having us. And we look forward to doing more in this community so we can help those experiencing homelessness.